and welcome back to episode 124 of the hit the showers podcast presented to you by the foolproof entertainment network as always i am your host clifford jordan jennings here with my point man and co-host malcolm late to his own motherfucking funeral <laughs> king that's what we do today Hell yeah, you know it too. Late What's going to everything, on, Late. It's all right. <laughs> and nah, if I'm on, cool. I'm, how you feeling? Ma'am, you know, hey, nah, what? W- went from uh, doubt, doubtful to probable with my uh, latest sickness, but Listen. I'm good, man. I feel good. I feel good. That's all that matters, G. Bounce back. Yeah. The show must go on. Right, we here and we got we got some things to talk about. Right, huh? we it's an early yeah we it's an early one. We got things to do today, so we That's we decided right. to give y'all one early just so we could get it out the way. Early boy, but um, what you want? Well, let's start, start with? with what you know. Let's start with the NFL, right? And yes, not much to touch on, much much, but certain things i i can i can see being a conversation number one um i guess we can knock that out jarvis landry to the saints yes thoughts i mean i i it's a good move for him right like like uh you said like Britt said in the chat he he coming home you know what I'm saying? That's where he's from. It, it makes sense to go there. It's a good move for him. As far as production, I don't know what you produce at the moment with the Saints. Right. I think there's a lot going on with Deshaun um, uh, Payton stepping mm-hmm. down as coach. Mm-hmm. Um, they got it. So clearly you're going to have a new coaching situation. Uh, you still got um, my guy. I like Jameis Winston as a quarterback, but he's not consistent, consistently there, right? He's not. Nah. So bringing Jarvis Landry in is a good security wide receiver, but my issue is you don't have a security quarterback. You don't. So I think they should at least, I don't think they need to invest in a starting quarterback because I think Jameis Winston is your guy. Right. But you need to invest in a B-level backup. Because Tannehill showed you clearly he couldn't get it done. Yeah, he's not, nah. Yeah, I like the um, pickup, like you said, with Jarvis Landry, you know, Michael Thomas. And it's the rookie Chris. How do you say it again, Cliff? Chris Olave. Uh, Olave from Ohio, the Ohio State University. Congrats to my little brother. Graduated last week from the yes, Ohio sir. State. Congrats, congrats to Cliff's little brother Dom. But um, yeah, man, like I like the addition, Cliff. But I just don't know with Sean Payton being gone, like you said, Jameis Winston being the starter, if that's going to be enough, you know, for the Saints. But yeah, I agree. But the NFC is weaker than the AFC. We right, agreed on. Right, 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 right. So it, it may be enough for the NFC, potentially the NFC. Right. But I don't think it's going to be a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? No. Right. No, 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 no. I think I think that if you have a healthy Jameis Winston right. for at least twelve of the seventeen games, they are in the playoffs. I think they are in the playoffs. I don't think that they have enough to to win it. And even if the Saints shock the world and they come out of the NFC, I don't think they have enough to beat an AFC team. I don't think so either. There's so many. <laughs> so many. And I it's mean, weird to say an AFC team because I don't just mean like any of them. But really, when you go down the list, it's kind of tough. Like, any of them is like, damn, like, I don't know what's going on. Like, the power shift that happened. But it's kind of weird. It's a it's a tip scale. You know, it's not even in no regard. Like, like even when you look at the NBA, it's somewhat even. You know, for a while, the West was dominant. And now it's leaning more to the East. But the West is still right there. This is like that, like, 
far a gap it is it is and and speaking of that not to you know jump ahead um but just to show the relevancy or the correlation i should say right i i see that former rams slash patriots running back sony michelle had signed with the dolphins around may the 9th a couple days ago so to your point once again afc team dolphins are trying to be on the rise tyreek hill tua uh, Waddle, uh, you got Sony Michelle at running back. Apparently, um, defense is decent. Like AFC is tough. Is, is the point that I was saying. Like you said, AFC is tough. It lets you know how much these motherfuckers in the front offices really play chess. Because it's not for no reason that you see it happening the way you see it happening. Like the AFC, right? Like. AFC's all in right now. Everybody's fighting to get the best team in the AFC. But meanwhile, you look at the NFC and you see nobody fighting. Right. Not really. Right? Not really. Yeah. I mean, really. nobody. Like, as far as, like, trades or acquisitions go, no. Oh, yeah. We'll take no. the uh, draft and that's it. Because right. right now it's like the NFC is waiting for the power shift to shift back. And they know that it's going to, right? So nobody is. You would think that at least one team in the NFC would be like, nah, we hoarding everybody too. We getting everybody just like the AFC is. But nope, they just like, nah, y'all do it. We're going to sit back. Y'all can have this season. We're waiting until our time comes. And when it does, the South will rise again. <laughs> oh, you know what? Speaking <laughs> of that, thinking. speaking of that pendulum, that pendulum, so yeah, to speak. Uh-huh. Right? That's a good uh, Cliff, did you hear the latest about Tom Brady on his next move? Did you hear that? Nah. Uh, what, he, what he's going to do after football? You didn't hear that yet? Oh, after football? No. Uh-uh. What? So, as of May the 10th, uh, I heard it myself. He's going to come out with a affordable men's fashion uh, business attire brand. I wouldn't doubt that. But one thing that's guaranteed that he's going to do, and check this out. This is crazy. And I, but whatever so tom brady to join fox sports uh-huh. as lead lead nfl analyst upon retirement i mean that makes sense the lead but why fox sports well i guess yeah because espn's locked in i'll tell you why cliff espn's locked in though right but espn you got to understand espn would take them as we speak the right. issue is when it comes to football, it's always aired on public TV. You know what I'm saying? The games on Sundays come on Fox, ABC, NBC, one of those things, you'll see a game on Sunday. Now, the NFL Network, you know, ESPN may cover one of them other ones, but Tom ain't going to get seen if he's not on live tv he got the lead analyst role Cliff. the Not question the... <laughs> i'm sorry i mean to cut you off oh, you're good but fuck that lead analyst shit the question is we know you're the better quarterback but are you the better announcer than tony romo mm. tony romo was amazing as an announcer Tony Romo was calling plays before plays got called. Happened. Right. He was like, so it's third and five. They're probably going to come out with, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, damn, like Tony Romo's on this shit. Is Tom Brady going to be doing that? You know, that's a good point, Cliff, because it's kind of like kind of like players, right? Well, because Tom Brady is a player. So it's like the players that became coaches. Maybe not every player. Maybe you were a good player, but maybe you might not be and become a good coach or an analyst. You know, you don't know. That's going to be interesting. You're right. That is interesting. Um, but, yeah, after he does retire, he has a deal with Fox to be their lead analyst. And I, I want to hear him. I do, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for that. That I'm excited for that. Yeah, he's the GOAT. It so. doesn't say when the contract starts because that will let us know when he's retiring. That's what I was thinking of, too. That's why I kind of feel like, to be honest, I kind of feel like this is truly his last season. I know we thought it was this year, and he said psych. But yeah, I think, but right. I think Cliff, because I could be wrong, but how long is Fox gonna say we want you? We have a deal with you. Forever. But we gotta 
So you, I mean, forever. they could. Right? They, they are could. Gonna, it's, that's for Tom Brady for forever. That's but true. But the thing is, on the opposite side of the fence, is Tom Brady retired last year without an ace in a hole. Mm. See, there's only one thing when you're an athlete like that that's addicted to the game. It's only one thing that can distract you to a point of retirement, and that's having something else that you can devote yourself to. Like golf or something, yeah. Right, whatever it is, whether it's active, whether it's inactive, you know what I'm saying? You start to see ex-athletes podcasting now. That's true. Because you need something to devote yourself to, something to take you. It's it's like no other addiction, or it's like any other addiction. You know what I'm saying? You'll think about it if you're not doing something. That's true. So do something, and you won't want to get back out on that football field. But that feeling's never going to leave Tom Brady as long as he's on this earth. Even when he's 65, he's going to be thinking, I can throw farther than half these motherfuckers. Right. He, yeah. And he probably can at 65. But we know you can't compete in all other aspects of the game. So you have to find your vice once you leave the game. Right. So, yeah, I think you are absolutely correct. I think that marks the end of his career because now I have a vice once I leave my addiction. Oh, that's true. I see what you're saying. Like, like I'm still close to the game, basically. And I and I have something else that I can be addicted to now. I can't right. play any longer, but I I still love to watch and analyze and talk and about. Talk about it. Yeah. So yeah. now this puts me in a firm position that I feel comfortable leaving the game. And your schedule and training is not going to be nearly as extensive as it is now. He's only going to be he's only going to be needed once a week. Right. The issue is that with a person like Tom Brady, he's like me. He's going to be doing notes all week long, preparing for that one right. time. Mm. Right. It's going to be good to see. I'm and not I comparing see- myself to Brady in no way. I'm just saying that I have that addictive personality where it's like, no, if I'm going to do this, it has to be done. I have to have Certain my, way. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can appreciate that. And um, I also see that uh, whether we call him Coach White Mike or Light Mike, Mike, <laughs> uh, I, I see that I see that he lost the edge uh, edge rusher clip. It says uh, NFL.com losses, but go ahead. Veteran veteran edge rusher uh, Jerry Hughes signs with the Texans. I never heard of him. But the Bills uh, lost the edge rusher and Jerry Hughes. He signed with the Texans on Wednesday. I don't think Mike would be concerned about that because I haven't heard of him either. Yeah. I mean, Mike probably knows him more than we do, but the fact that we haven't heard of his name means that you're not that big of a deal. Like to where we're sweating the loss. You feel what I'm saying? Right, and I don't. I really, yeah, I, I don't. And I've watched a fair amount of Bills games. I don't ever remember. Well, well, and I also. So what's funny is I'm, I'm looking. Remember we talked about also a couple weeks ago. You were like, "Who is the Raiders' second string quarterback? Who else is it behind?" Right, right. left. So May twelfth, it says uh, Patriots trading quarterback Jared Stidham to Raiders. Not sure if you heard about it. And it says the Patriots are trading Stidham in a seventh round pick to the Raiders in exchange for a sixth round pick. Six. So basically like a sign and trade situation. So y'all gave away. So y'all are um so y'all are getting him in a seventh round and you're giving away a six, a sixth round. We're getting a sixth for giving away him in a seventh. So you're getting, you're yeah, you're getting a seven in in the quarterback, and you're giving away. Oh, okay, six. we're giving away the six. Okay, so vice versa. Okay. Any thoughts? And do you know much about Stidham? I guess. I mean, I've me heard the that. name. I have too. I don't really know much. Yeah, about I've him. heard the name, but I'm not gonna act like I know of his career. By no means do I. 
but I will say that's a questionable trade. I just you just saw the Brian Edwards trade. No, the dot connector just came on in me. Yeah, uh, give me something. Josh McDaniels is your new coach. Uh-huh. We know that he's been a long off long time offensive coordinator in New England for the most part. Yep. Which means he must know more than we know or things that we don't know about Jared Stidham. I don't think that that's the case because it sounds like it was a sign-in trade. It sounds like the Patriots just acquired him to trade him to the Raiders. Doesn't sound like they had long-term history with him. No, the Patriots already had him. They already had him. Oh, okay. Yeah, they've had him for a while, Cliff. Like, Stidham's been on that Patriots team for a while. You see what I'm saying? Nothing that makes perfect sense then. But if Josh McDaniels coached him and knows what he's potentially capable of, I just thought maybe he's like, let me bring my guy over here. Now we talked about aces in the in the hole or or, or, or uh, something uh, card up your sleeve. You're, I'm telling you, you are going to need one with Derek Carr. You're gonna need one. You're gonna need at least somebody else that you have confidence in if you're taking over that coaching role. Right. Right. Because if you don't have somebody you can rely on and you're just expected to do this with this guy that hasn't been able to do this before and your job is on the line. That's a problem. You're a dumb coach. If you're not trying to come up with a contingency plan. Mm. And I just don't think that Derek Carr is the guy to get it done. Don't get me wrong. I think he has enough skill to where he could win a Super Bowl. Right. But that means that the 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 stars have to align for that to happen. It's not like he's going to fight his way through it. The stars are aligning and he's getting lucky. Yo, I'm in your uh, He said, "Yo, JV is so fucking dumb." He said, "Yo, I'm your only viewer. What team do you think win in NFC North?" JV don't even watch. I'm surprised he even said that. He don't That's even watch. him clash with JV. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Might not be JV. But listen, well, uh, whoever it is, and we appreciate it. Who we think went in the AFC North? If I'm being honest, AFC North. I gotta go with uh, Cincinnati. And Natty teams. Crazy, Cliff. You right. Hey, 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 and Cliff, wait, they, only, they only got better. AFC North. He said, No, the person, he said NFC North. Hey, I was Siri, about to say, ask the Cincinnati team, AFC. Hey, Siri, what teams are in the NFC North? Hey, Siri, what teams are in the NFC North? The answer I found is Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, and Minnesota Vikings. I think I'm going the two with top teams are going to be uh, the Packers and the Lions. Over the Vikings, Cliff? Yeah. Hold on. You, so you would take uh, Jared Goff and well, the no, Lions? No, 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 no. Give me, give me the Lions and the Vikings. I'm tripping. So you would take Jared Goff over Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Yeah. This year. Mm. This year. The, M- the MVP? <laughs> yeah, this year. Well, what is the MVP? You didn't even make it to the NFC uh, Conference Championship. No, I'm not saying that they, that they would even do that in any capacity this year, last year, year before. Any, right. I'm, I'm just saying as far as, like, the division goes, my top two would be the Packers and Vikings. Over they the said line. I'm going with the Packers is going to be tough. They said with Devontae though. I know they mean without Devontae though. But right. who who who's your replacement? Sammy Watkins. I mean Sammy Watkins. I mean you could try him. Who's yeah. your replacement? Sammy Watkins. No. No. Who? Hey. No. Hold up. No, hold up. They got somebody. No, they got they got somebody. I thought Sammy Watkins. 
But I'm mean, saying besides him, I thought they got somebody uh, no, else. I, didn't, I haven't heard of anybody else that got besides Sammy. But it's not enough. It's not enough. Also, I got nothing to do with the JV. You guys are talking. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, G. My fault. I thought so. I thought so. I thought so. That's why I was like, okay, Wait a my fault, G. But we appreciate the comments. He said, also, I got nothing to do with the JV. You guys are talking about. I'm just random account I created a while ago. Yeah, nah, appreciate it. They got Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb still. And yeah, they, I mean, they got Sammy Watkins. Christian Watson is going to pop off. Christian Watson is, is on the team, it says. They got I Aaron Jones. I really don't know, man. Like, everything that both of y'all are saying, the chat, and I mean, is I understand it, right? But I really don't. I think, it, I think the Packers are on a downswing currently. I think mentally and um, what's the word for it? Not like money, but like your 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 trades that you've made haven't. They're, they're not. They don't. They look like last acts of a desperate man, in my opinion. Mm. And I feel like everybody is desperate, right? Because you just lost Devontae. You're, you're worried about Rodgers because he doesn't have too much longer left either, and he's been complaining about you not giving him any targets. Right. So now it's like, well, shit, we kept Rodgers. Devontae's gone. Let's get Sammy and try to snatch up whatever we can. That's not what Rodgers was asking for in the beginning, though. Right. If y'all had handled that when he was asking for it in the beginning, you wouldn't be in this position. I agree. I agree. I mean, but it's still Aaron Rodgers. Like, so I think I Detroit guess. is going to shock a lot of people this year. And they could. Now, they let's, be, let's be 100. I know that's a jump out the window statement. So I can see it being, I can see it being, I, I can see it being the Vikings taking the conference. Right. And then uh uh Packers or a Detroit fight for two and three. I can see that. I just think Detroit, I mean Cliff, do we even know who Detroit's head coach is? You know what I'm saying? Who is the Lions head coach? I don't know off the top of my head. That's a that's a good point. But I can't I can't sit there and say this guy's gonna beat out Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. But the all the all the with the draft picks that they just got Aiden Hutchinson. Mount not Cliff. just Aiden Hutchinson, even though he's from that team up north. I'm not just talking about Aiden Hutchinson. Okay, who you? Okay, the other draft Listen, let me let me school you for a second, real quick. I, I'm gonna pull I'll it up. Them. They got like seven picks. They got uh three defensive ends, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, two defensive ends. Two linebackers, a couple wide receivers. Yeah, let me look here. I got I'm it right here. Okay, Cliff. Aiden, Aiden. Okay, Jamison Williams. Good pickup, Cliff. Aiden Hutchinson. Good pickup, Cliff. Now the rest of them. I mean, we'll see. We don't know if it's going to be good. We'll see. But the first two, absolutely. Yeah, no, was we nice. don't know factually, but I'm saying like that. That's that. Regardless, that's an improvement. And like I've been saying for so many years now. Uh, uh, what's his name? Matt Stafford and Jared Goff are interchangeable. They're inner fucking changeable. They're the same quarterback. Matt Stafford's way better than Jared Goff. That's what motherfuckers say. That's what they now, say. You know who I will? You know who I think is interchangeable in that compare? So I'll say Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford. No. Jared Goff and Matt Stafford are interchangeable. Uh, uh, Clash with JV said they are definitely not going to be as good as Rodgers can work with anybody. No, I agree with that. Yeah, Rodgers is one of those quarter. He's one of the best. I'm not taking nothing away from Rodgers. I'm just saying the Packers haven't done a good job putting pieces around him to succeed, as I've been preaching on his podcast for the past year. Well, maybe the Packers are taking the Patriots approach. Then remember said, when the Patriots, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. I was gonna say, remember when the Patriots did that to Tom Brady? Remember they weren't really adding no pieces and shit. 
Right. No, yeah, no, you're right. But that's what I'm saying. You only have so much longer with this quarterback. With yeah. one of the best quarterbacks to ever do it. Wouldn't I you want to go all in while you had him instead of... It just I doesn't would. make sense to me. But, I would. Um, Clash I would. with JB said... You're right with Detroit. I'm saying they going to go 8-9. and nine. I can see that. Way better than last year. Hutchinson is literally a beast. You are absolutely correct. Jamison Williams is going to be is gonna get Jared Goff some huge help. He says Stafford is a little greater than Goff right now, but it's close. Uh, I, agree. I agree. But I think, I think it's more than a little. Because Stafford was putting up numbers in Detroit and St. Louis. What does that only put, mean, though? Goff only put up numbers in St. Louis when he had been putting up some numbers. But he got he, traded to Detroit, the lowest team. That that was the lowest team in the conference. How how do you expect him to go from the almost Super Bowl winning Jared Goff to somebody who can put up similar numbers in the worst team? He went from the best in the NFC to the worst in one trade. Right. So you can't you can't hold his stats to the same regard because he's not in the same position. Right. But, but as far as talent goes, I don't I don't really see a difference. I mean, Stafford may be he may edge him out a bit, but I don't really see a difference in the two. Yeah, I mean I always thought the Stafford was better than Goff, but like I said, I mean, they're you know maybe maybe they are more similar than that. Yeah, I don't. I really, I just myself, per, and that's just my opinion. I'm not saying it's correct. Right, right, right. I'm just saying what I see. They're they're interchangeable. I wouldn't care if I had either or. Mm. J, uh, Clash with JB came back. He said it's hard to compare when they're not on the same team. I mean, you can say though. They were both on each other's team, but Super Bowl contender to first pick contender. You just can't. I get, I yeah, no, I get what you're saying. And then at the same time, you feel me? Jared Goff went up against the great Tom Brady. And not only the great Tom Brady, but the great Bill Belichick as well. You feel what I'm saying? That's That's different. That's different. When you look at a Matt Stafford who's playing a team, it's their first time there. It's your first time at the dance. I mean, that's true. I don't think that was their... Yeah, I think that might have been their first time ever. Who? Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati ain't been to a Super Bowl before then? I don't think so. I don't think think Carson Palmer was close to getting them there. But right. he broke his knee that year or whatever happened to him. Or his ACL or something. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Cliff, I, uh, you, about, with, you said what? You hear about, you hear, stop, man. You hear about Jerry Judy? Uh, Clash with JV said, I'm just going with Packers 1, Vikings 2, Lions 3, Bears 4. I mean, I'm not going to – yeah, I'm not going to say – and he said both your points are valid. Yeah, I'm not going to say that's – uh. I'm not gonna say that's a bad a bad lineup there. The only thing that would throw a, a wrench in all of our shits gears is uh let uh Justin Fields go off this year in in, in Chicago. Man, I don't think he will. Though. I don't either, but it's a possibility. It's not that he don't got it in him. He showed you he got it in him last year. Mean. He just needs some help. I I mean I might be biased, Cliff, but you know you know my take on Ohio State quarterback. I'm with you, and I'm on that same bias with you. <laughs> and I'm an Ohio State Buckeye fan to the end. Till the end. <laughs> but I'm on that take with you. I don't agree. I don't. I'm not confident in Ohio State quarterbacks either. Yeah, they just don't get set up for success as well in the NFL, it seems like. I don't know. But they don't I don't think that they get coached well in college. That's yeah, that that could be it too. Oh, they they want you to run anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. We're not so focused on you 
controlling the pocket. We want you to take off. And that might be why some of them quarterbacks is transferring out. Some of them players is transferring. Didn't you say Jamison Williams, speaking to him, was an Ohio State guy, and he transferred a bit? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. He started there. Right. You got to do what's best for you. At the end of the day. Clash with JB said, it is very much a possibility, even though he had a horrible O-line, definitely. He has some chances and he blew them. Yeah, he's going to blow shit, though. Justin Fields is going to blow shit. He said, I don't think he's going to get much better next year. That is a very safe assessment. I'm, I guess some of it is hope as an Ohio State Buckeye fan. Some of it is hope. But I do think he has the talent. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's preparation. I don't know what it is. But I do think he has the talent. He's he's just not producing. It's That's a tough spot to be in, though, too. You know? Yeah. Going to the Bears is weird, too, because the Bears are... The Bears. Not even a rebuild, right? Like they're they're trying to find their identity again since they lost Erlacher and all them. Uh yeah. Til- Charles Tillman, mm-hmm. Erlacher. They were the best squad. They were the best defense in the league for years back then. And then Them and the Ravens. Right, right. Panthers too. <laughs> But um, fuck them. Let's fuck all that. Fuck that NFC shit. Let's go to my squad. Yeah, Brian Edwards. I see it now. Man, I'm. To the upset. I'm upset. Is that why your dad sent that text? You think from the hit the showers chat about the Falcons? I don't know if you've seen it. Well, no, my dad's been talking about um. Atlanta. Yeah, because. Marcus Mariota just hasn't had a fair shake, and I do agree with that. Okay. He just hadn't had a fair shake, and I do think him going to a new team with the weapons that he has now, with uh, Pitts and uh, what's his name from uh, Notre Dame? What's his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. They got uh, Calvin Ridley, Pitts, and uh, I know who you're talking about. Damn, I I can't think of his name. But now you just added Brian Edwards? Now, here's the thing, right? Because the reason why I'm upset is because we gave them Brian Edwards in a 2023 seventh-round pick. We only got a 2023 sixth in return. Drake London. Drake London. That nigga's a beast, too. That's what I'm saying, man. He's a beast. Mm. And now you got Brian Edwards on top of that? And my whole thing is you gave him in a seventh for a sixth? And then, let's be honest, now you got Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. You think Hunter Renfro's a two? He's a three. Hunter Renfro is a three wide receiver. You need him in a slot. Quick shit. But you can't just line him up on the opposite side of Devontae Adams and expect him to do damage. That's not his style. Y'all still got Darren Waller, right? Right, right, right. But I'm I'm just thinking from the wide receiver standpoint. Yeah, the Raiders he, are thinking from a targeting standpoint, and they like Devontae Adams and Waller are good enough with Hunter Renfro on third downs and pickup yards. That's exactly but no. Who's your two receiver now? Right. Right. Now that you gave away Edwards, who's your two? Because Edwards was the one when Ruggs went to you know deal with his situation. Man. JV said, uh, you're so right. Justin Fields is going to struggle. I bet if he got drafted to the Pats and got the O-line, he would be a whole he would be a whole different QB. I agree with that. He just didn't get a chance. Uh, Desmond Ritter going to be 500 when he retires. I'm not leaving till I get a ring. I've been saying Desmond Ritter is the one to watch out for this season forever too motherfuckers don't listen to me till somebody else says it Mal. i see you making that face and now that you hear it in the chat you like is this nigga right he might be right yes i am right 
Man. He also said, what's your favorite team? This is my first time on the channel. My favorite team is, uh, well, now the Las Vegas Raiders. And Malcolm's punk-ass favorite team is the Eagles, who I do think is going to do very well this year. We're flying, Cliff. After, we're, we're trying to fly out here. We're trying to fly out here, Cliff. We're trying to spread our wings out here, Cliff, after we win something. We're trying to come out He's here. stupid. I do think y'all are going to do well this year. I hope so, man. I do. I really... Well, first of all, y'all got the third easiest uh You seen schedule. that? So you seen the – okay, you seen my text. Yeah, thing. that's dangerous, right, because I think that y'all have improved. Speaking of that, I want to run through this uh power ranking real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do your thing. And we'll talk about it. Okay. But power rankings as far as teams that have improved with drag drafts and acquisitions, NFL.com has it ranked 1 through 10. I only did 1 through 10. Okay. The Bills, mm. the Rams, okay. The Buccaneers, okay. The Bengals, mm -hmm. the 49ers, mm -hmm. the Packers, okay. The Chiefs, the Broncos, right. the Chargers, the Raiders. And that's who's done the most? Like yeah, that and that, I just don't, I don't agree with that. My Eagles ain't on there? That's what I was saying. And and that's me. Like, me, I was thinking uh, right. to myself, like, where's the Eagles? Where's the Falcons? Where's the Dolphins? Right. Where are all the right. low-tier teams that were making moves to get better? Were the Broncos on there, you said, Cliff? Broncos the Bron were eight. Okay. And it's crazy huh. how seven through ten is the AFC West. Right. That's crazy. That's going to be the toughest. Oh, he's a Cardinals be. fan? He said, go birds. Oh, no. He said he's a Philly fan. Let me find out Mount got a motherfucking co-signer the, in the chat, man. Let's get it. He said the schedule is so easy. We're going to make play. Oh, I thought y'all was going to make the playoffs regardless. He said might even grab the NFC East. I think it's possible. I'm not going to argue with that. And you know I like to down y'all as much as I can. But I'm not going to argue with that statement. I also thought with that strength of schedule and all that, it is very possible y'all can grab the NFC East if y'all play it right. Yeah, I think the NFC East is always up for grabs as we talked about the NFC least. But I just, like we talked about last week, I don't know if the NFC Conference is truly going to be something we can win. Contend with, like, but you got to understand, most of them are going to knock each other off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to have to go through every tough team in the NFC. They're going right. to knock each other off, and then you're going to end up seeing whoever at the end. I don't right. even know. As much as they got the Buccaneers at three, how much improvement did you make? You got some all offensive linemen and shit. How much mm -hmm. improvement did you really fucking make? You think that that's enough? All right. And they, they lost, what, AB ain't there? Uh, Alex Kappa, uh all pro guard went to the Cincinnati with right, Burrow. Right, right. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why the Bucks is on there, but hell, Richard Richard Sherman ain't even coming back. I don't think. I don't think they even brought him back for next next year. Richard Sherman. I think you need him even even on your bench. A player coach. Yeah, you need a Richard Sherman. Real talk. Um, yeah. JB said people are hating on the Chiefs because Tyreek is gone. Mahomes is gonna prove everyone wrong. He got Sky Moore and Juju. They still got a solid wide receiver core. Travis Kelsey can carry if the wide receivers can't. They got Scout uh, Valdez Scantling too. See, the Chiefs are always going to be all right because Andy Reid is a mastermind. Right, as a right, right, right. So, offensive, offensive mastermind. Offensive mastermind. Yes. Now they do, and that's a, that's my biggest concern. JV is. You you haven't made improvements with your defense so much. Isn't their coordinator Cliff still that one guy we wanted to get a coaching position, but they won't give him one? Um, Black yeah, I can't no, think of what. Yeah, I can't I think of his name. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna bug me. But I think they did <laughs> get a couple, enemy. Yeah, uh huh. I think they did get either a tackle or an edge rush, but you gave away uh Tyrone Tyrone Matthew Matthew. Like you, you need a DB. You need you need DBs. Like Kansas City needs DBs right now. Their defense is what's giving them up from winning. And you can't just on focus defense. on the offense. They need a lot of help on defense. 
He said, uh, JB said, my grandpa used to love Andy when he was on the Eagles. I did, too. Andy? Andy Reid. Oh. Mm -hmm. I did, too. I just kept getting pissed that his, his big ass to start sweating in the NFC Championship. Donovan McNabb's puking. His, you remember that? Cliff, tell me the year you remember when we had T.O. McNabb. Y'all blew it. 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 I was rooting for y'all, too, and y'all blew it. Hey, Cliff, that's the year Donovan McNabb kept doing them chunky soups with his mm -hmm. mom. Shit, that motherfucker. That's <laughs> Y'all blew that shit. His mom be like, he like, mm, mom, that's good. Mm -hmm. Bitch, can you win on the field? Fuck this. Listen, can she uh, give you some plays? Put her in the skybox. Tell her to call you some plays down here. What can she give you? Because remember, T.O., just, I know we kind of got on it randomly, but Remember, T.O. kept saying that he kept throwing up and uh, McNabb was throwing up in the huddle and shit. Mm. Remember, they still got beef. So anyways, yes, I loved Andy, but that was just the whole mess towards the end. So I get it. But I did love Andy. I did love Andy. I can't. Remember. I actually said that. I said that. JV said I just wanted the Eagles to get Matthew so much. I did, too. We have no solid safeties. I said that. I said that that's, that's who y'all needed. I it don't know is. why y'all didn't pick them up. Why y'all Even didn't pick Gilmore? Them up. Stephen Gilmore still out there, Cliff. We ain't get him. Listen, I said that exact shit, JV. I said that exact shit. But um, we gonna move on. Let's move on to the boxing real quick because we don't have much time left. Probably about twenty or twenty five minutes at the most. But um, I want to shout out uh, the Russian, even though they at war. Dmitry Bevo. Mm. He whooped on Canelo Alvarez last week. I meant to call you after that. Yeah, I was in Richmond and Brant was watching it through he the. He whooped uh, on Canelo Alvarez. Bar. He yeah, didn't I said, whoop on him, but he whooped on him. Brant said he whooped on him. Nobody's touched Canelo like that since Mayweather. So that was a shocker that Canelo lost, huh? Period. He even said it after the fight. He said, uh, "Congrats to." Uh, they was like, "How you feel about the victory?" And he was like, "Congrats to everybody that bet on me. Congratulations." Yeah, you know they made bread. And I heard that they're not giving him all of his purse because of the whole Russia shit. Like really? he hasn't received all of his pay because of the war with Russia. But that's fucked up because you allowed him to fight. Right. The issue in the beginning was should we even allow him to fight and they let him fight. So now that you let him fight, pay that man. Right. I don't give a fuck who's at war. Pay that man. Right. He put his shit on the line. Time to pain. Yeah, he he performs it at his acts of service. What y'all what y'all talking oh, about? Oh, uh, JV said gotta head out. Might be back for another stream. Yeah, definitely catch us, JV. We on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, we appreciate you chatting with us. Yep, like, subscribe, share, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell him to troll if you wanna. Just uh, get back and you be safe. Enjoy your weekend. Yes, sir. But yeah, uh, they're not trying to pay that man. I think that's foul. That's foul as fuck. Yeah, that's not cool. That's foul as fuck. If you allowed him to um, produce money for the United States on United States soil, pay that mm -hmm. man what he helped y'all produce. Right. Like, why are y'all holding his He's money? He's not Russia, right? It's not like he is Russia. He's Russian. But you don't even know if he supports the war. Like, why are you treating him as if he's the enemy as well? It don't surprise me, Cliff. You see they gave Brittany Griner another 30 days in detention in Russia. But listen, from that standpoint, I get it. If I was Russian and a Russian, they allowed a Russian to fight in the United States and they didn't pay him. Oh, I'm definitely giving Brittany Griner extra time. Right. Oh, y'all ain't going to pay my guy? Yep, she gets... Give her 30 more days. Mm. Oh, the U.S. didn't pay this Russian Russian guy. The Russian fighter that beat Canelo. They didn't pay him. They didn't pay him all his money. Because That's of the war situation. Because, you know, they shut down all the Russian OnlyFans accounts. All the Russian... Yeah, all the Russian porn actresses and all that. They've been shutting all that shit down. So they were, the argument was because they're shutting everything down so Russians can't make money here, why are we allowing Dmitry Bivo to fight? But he's fighting because he's great. Because y'all need him to fight because it's a good fight. 
Right. So if you're going to allow him to fight, you pay that man his money. So what I'm saying is if I'm Russia and I see that y'all ain't paying my man his money and we got an American captive, regardless of who it is, give him 30 more days. Mm. Give him 30 more days. And that's being nice. 30 days? That's being right. nice. Now, of course, it's a Russian jail, but Brittany, Brittany Griner is also six foot eleven. I doubt she has too many problems with them Russian hoes. Right. Unless they all jumping on her, I doubt she. Right. Has, I doubt they're pressing on Brittany Griner like that. Is what I I'm doubt. That. She's, She's probably, probably having fun playing cards. Not having fun. Let me retract. But you know oh, what I mean. Shit. Like right. chilling out. Like it's not. You know. As bad as we maybe we think. Who knows. Now, it could be, but I doubt it. I highly doubt it for somebody like Brittany Griner. Because yeah, you're, still, uh, you're still a treasure, right? Mm -hmm. And if I'm Russia, we can't allow, we can't hurt you. You know what I mean? We can't mess up the treasure because then it's not right. worth as much. Right. And don't you, don't you play overseas for Russia? Yeah. Isn't that why I'm over there? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And they love so it. That's what I'm saying. They love her there, too. So there's you some know, value. Right. Mm -hmm. You know they're not just doing her awful. Right. They're not doing her like if one of us was locked up in Russia. Shit. If you an American with no ties, oh, they're doing right. you, they're, I bet you're they're doing you dirty. What value do you have? Nothing. <laughs> right. They do about whatever to fuck you over. Right. They about to fuck you over. <laughs> On some crazy shit. On some weird shit, I bet. Right. That probably would be some weird shit, didn't they? Yeah. It was some weird shit. But a room up his ass. <laughs> all that. I'm telling you. But uh I just feel like the uh Bevo win. Bevo won that fight with timing. Pure timing. Uh all straight punches. That's all he threw is ones and twos. Jabs and straights down the middle. And those are the hardest punches to counter. A lot easier my... to counter a hook or an uppercut, but when somebody's throwing all straight punches, it's a lot harder to counter them, especially when they're taller and longer than you are. Mm. That's how he won the fight. He won it with straight punches and timing. Um, he also had good footwork. He stayed off the ropes. He danced around Canelo. He didn't fall for any of Canelo's traps. He j it was just a great straight up fight for Bevo. He just, in my opinion, he beat him all the way around. He did what he needed to do. Beat him all the way around. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It was just a clean win for Bevo. And you know I'm a Canelo Alvarez fan. That's one of my favorite fighters next to uh, Javante Davis and Jerron Ennis, who fights tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, he fights tonight. We'll get to that. But uh, Bevo won. Even though I'm a fan, I'm not impartial. I will tell you who I think really pulled it out. And Bevo got that win. So congrats to him. Uh, America, pay that motherfucking man. Pay that man. Ain't no reason you punishing him. Pay that man. Hey. And then uh, tonight is the Jamel Charlo, Brian Castaño 2. Uh, that's for Undisputed. That's for all the belts. Uh, last fight ended in a draw. They both tied. So this is the tiebreaker. Um, I thought the first fight, uh, Brian Castaño won. Mm. I honestly thought Brian Castaño won that fight. I understand why it was a, a draw. Because Jermel Charlo is the draw. Like, he was the better fighter. So we don't want to take away the better fighter's belts. Because we can still make money off of them. So let's just make right. it a tie. Right, okay. So I get it. If Brian <coughs> Castaño was in Jamel Charlo's shoes, he would have won. Mm. But because Jamel is the bigger name, we'll make it a draw. So we can right. do a rematch and make more money. So right, let's I make get that. Yeah, I see how they do. Yeah. But in my opinion, that was um, that was Brian's fight. But Jermel is 34-1 and one with uh, one draw against his next opponent with 18 KOs. Brian Castaño is 17-0 and and 1 with 12 KOs. Um, I think if I'm giving a prediction on this fight, I think 
I don't know that Brian Castaño has the same effect that he had in the first one. Just because he knows what he's facing now. I'm hoping he makes the necessary adjustments. But I don't really see Castaño changing his game. I see him. He's a, I mean, he's a Mexican style. You know, head down, move forward, keep punching. Right. I'll take punishment to give punishment. And I feel like that's where Jermel fucked up last time as he fell into the trap of, I'll trade with you then and we'll both just be giving punishment. Nah, be pretty. Dance around him. Make right. him look dumb. He didn't do that last time. And I think you'll see a little bit more of that this time if he doesn't get caught in trying to go for the knockout. That's my biggest fear. Because if he tries to go for the knockout from round one, I'm edging it to Brian Castaño. Mm. But I think uh, I think we see Jermel Charlo by split decision this evening. Split decision, okay. Yeah, I don't think it's an easy fight. I don't think he gets it by shutout, and I definitely don't think he knocks him out. Is this one of the main eventers, Cliff? Like, no, this the... is the main event. Oh, this is the main event. Yeah, okay. Boots is on the undercard. That's the next fight we're gonna talk about, and then we're gonna wrap it up. You watching the Charlo Oh no, we're gonna talk about one other fight after that and we're gonna wrap it up. What'd you say? You watching the Charlo fight tonight or what? Um, I don't know, man. Um, I know a few people that are watching it, but I guess you know, me going where I'm going. Oh, yeah. Two hours there, two hours back. I don't know if I'm gonna be in the mood to be going anywhere else when I get home. Probably not. <laughs> to keep it a buck, so I know I don't think I would be, but right, yeah. so I doubt it. Yeah, that point, you chill at the crib, but yeah. We also get... got a late game tomorrow, too, so it's not like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like I can't go to bed late. So I might. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how that works. Right. But okay. my guy, one of my favorites, is on the undercard, Jerron Boots Ennis mm. out of Philly. Currently 28-0 and 0 with one no contest, 26 KOs. Gotta check him out. He got that Philly swagger. Okay. Man, that's the truth. That's the next face of boxing. Jerron mm. Ennis is the next face of boxing. I heard of him. I feel like I've heard his name. Man, that, that nigga way. is a monster. He's fighting Castillo Clayton, who's also undefeated 19 and 0 with one uh, draw. No, I think his is a no contest, too. What weight class is this fight? 147. What's her weight? Hmm. So that's the weight with Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford and all the greats. So this is that's what I'm saying. This is a good one. But Castillo Clayton, 19 and 0 with one, 0 and 1 with 12 KOs. Um, this is by far Ennis's toughest matchup he's faced. But if I'm just giving a quick prediction, I'm giving it Jerron Ennis by 10th round TKO. I don't mm. think he makes it past the 10th round. Oh, I don't okay. care. Okay. Only way is is if he catches him with one. If Castillo Clayton catches him with a clean one, it's going to be trouble. But that's the so, only way I can really see him winning. So is this going to be a match more of, like, speed and technique? For Jerron. For welterweight? For Jerron, Castillo Clayton is a power puncher. Okay, even as a he has away. technique, he has technique, but he's a power puncher, so he's trying to get close enough to you to set up heavy shots. Okay, Jerron Ennis is, even though his record would indicate he's a power puncher, out of twenty eight fights, you knocked out twenty six of them. He's the reason he gets his knockouts is because he's precise. I'm not Take, missing shots. I'm banging you all throughout this fight, and eventually uh, you're going to go. It's, it's just not checking. Right, right. I'm not trying to load up for that's the dangerous. knockout, but eventually you're out of uh, there. That's dangerous. I'm not going in. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I'm I just see, touching okay. you up, looking pretty, and then eventually when I see you stagger, I'm going to turn up the gas, and you're out of there. It's a marathon, not a sprint type shit. Yeah, he's he's 
I think he's the smartest and most dangerous fighter we have out right now. That's dangerous. Just being smart. It's not even just about skill, as you know, as a boxer or former boxer, whatever, you know, boxing knowledge, whatever, boxing right. man, you know, more than me. But, yeah, you can, you can have hands, but if you don't have the technique and you don't have breathe, you know, all that and other shit. All that, the thinking, the thinking. The, you got to be sneaky. You got to set traps. I have to I have to force you to do what I want you to do. Right. Right. And if you're not right. if all that's not working right at one moment, right. You going to slip. Man, your footwork, your I've footwork. Done I've done footwork. it. I've done it. I've lost just cuz I wasn't thinking correctly. Like uh -huh. I wasn't I wasn't adding it all up. I was just focusing right. on one thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I bet. I know what that feels like. Bet. I'm about to try to check that match out somehow. I That's going to be a good one. That it's one's going to be a good That's on the under, undercard of the uh, Jamal. What's it coming on? Fight. Showtime or what? It's well, Jamel Charlo is a PBC fighter. So it's coming it on. It might be on Showtime pay-per-view now that I think about it. Yeah, probably that. Probably Showtime, because um, Ennis didn't sign to anybody, but he usually does fight Showtime. So it's probably Showtime pay-per-view. I bet, okay. And then uh, shout-out to Fernando Vargas Jr. He fights um, tonight. Ooh, okay. Yeah, he's currently 5-0. and No knockouts, but, I mean, it's still the early okay. in his career. On the come up. Yeah. Um he's fighting uh Terrence uh Jarman, who's three and zero. Okay. Uh that's gonna be interesting. I mean, but it's still a young buck fight, you know? Right. Like they're not right. deep in their careers yet. They're still getting out of amateurs. They're still getting their feet wet. Right, and amateurs don't fight the same as pros, so Yeah. It's probably gonna be an entertaining fight, but it'll probably be a little more fast paced and sloppy than what we're used to seeing. Uh, more of like an amateur amateur style. Right, uh, right, right. Like within the first ten fights, it looks like an amateur fight with no headgear. So uh, I don't, I don't. But he also uh, Fernando Vargas has fought with uh, Junior has sparred with Javante Davis. So it's not like he hadn't been in there with the greats. He knows what he's doing, but it's still gonna be an ugly fight, in my opinion. And then the only other thing I wanted to bring up is Gervonta fights next Saturday versus uh, Roly Romero, 26-0. Gervonta Davis with 24 knockouts fights Rolando Romero, 20-0 with 10 knockouts. And just to throw out a quick prediction, I'm calling Tank by beheading. Ooh. Yeah, I don't even call a knockout. I think he beheads him. I think he knocks his whole head off his shoulders Ooh, in this okay. fight. I don't even know what round I should throw a round out there. I'm going to say round five. Uh, early with it. Yeah. I just don't think Roley's skilled enough to stay around. And I know that's that's wild of me to say round five. Round five does sound crazy. It, me, it makes more sense to be around round seven eight but i'm gonna say round five round five smooth ko not even a tko knocks him out he said a smooth ko but all that's right. honestly all i got for uh this well i was about to say afternoon this evening, evening. Yeah. i knew you were about to say it yes sir this, this, yeah. this afternoon this afternoon so, um, I don't know. You got anything to take us out? Anything to bring up? Well, shout out to, what is it? Clash JV, JV Clash. Clash with JV, yeah. Clash with JV, who is not our JV, by right, the way. Right, right. Um, appreciate you tuning in, talking yep. to Cliff and I, giving your thoughts and ideas. We appreciate that. We love. For sure. And if you want to listen back to the podcast, we are available on Spotify, right. Apple, iTunes, all the major platforms. Definitely check us out there as well. That's where the bread gets cooked. That's where we got to start remembering that part right there. Right. Right. Fuck the right. YouTube. The bread gets cooked on the podcast. Right. And the rest of it, if you want the appetizer, well, like, subscribe, oh, share. Oh, shit. We didn't even uh, give our hit the showers. 
No, I knew I was. I didn't forget. I was going to get mine after after this. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I thought I this was our wrap up. Well, oh, let's man. stop that dead in the tracks. Who's you hit well, the showers? Hit the showers. You put me on blast. Well, you know what? You said you was I, gonna give yours after this. You wasn't giving shit. But I I hadn't thought of it yet. But I wasn't. <laughs> I uh, don't even know who mine is. You know what, Cliff? Mine hit the showers. <laughs> I got you, Cliff. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna. I'm looking bad the camera for this motherfucker right here. Okay, yeah. I'm looking back. James motherfucking Harden. Man. The showers, nigga. What, what do you have, Cliff? Was it two? I'm sorry. I'm going to lower it down. What do you have? Two points? Was it in the, the second half or the entire game? He something. He, you know, he took two shots in the Thank first. You. Yeah. Hit the motherfucking the, shower. The second, half, the second half of the game, I think. Hit the motherfucking, hit the motherfucking showers. James Harden, it's game six, nigga. And you, bro, what? Yeah, James Harden, and I'm not going to give it to him, but I will say that he definitely deserves that hit the showers. Bro. He the did worse than Ben Simmons. Zer he did he worse than Ben Simmons. Play, no, he fuck it. Play. He did worse than Ben Simmons on the bench. <laughs> ben Simmons did better than him in, in, in Brooklyn than James did in Philly. Right, with needles in the back and Listen, surgery. Get the fuck out of here. I'm giving, uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm not giving. Hey, hey, and real quick, Cliff, before you give yours, I want to say this to 2K. If 2K, if you happen to be ever listening to NBA 2K or NBA 2K23, don't come with that bullshit. That James Harden nigga better be an 80 or 82. 83. 83 better do him like Westbrook. That nigga better not be a 90 or higher. I'm not playing with y'all. Y'all better chill out. Nah, I agree with that. I agree with that. His time is up. <laughs> that nigga's time is up. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I'm giving my hit the showers to Chris Paul Jr. Ooh. The kid? Again. The son? Again. Man, you got to learn. You're going to learn today. You got to learn. You're going to learn today. You ain't got nothing. You wouldn't be here without her. His daddy should have gave him an ass whooping after that game. You wouldn't be here without her. You don't let nobody touch your mom. You're right though, because you know what? I wouldn't have let that shit go as a kid, because I was I was that kid. And, and uh, it was a kid that did it. It would be different right. if it was a grown man. It was a kid. Right. Hit the showers. Do something about that. And then Chris Paul, you hit the showers too if you ain't with his ass after that no, game. No, Chris Paul, you hit the showers even more because you're focusing on his jump shot. Focus on raising an upstanding young man. And I'm not saying that his child isn't an upstanding young right, man. Right, right, right. But I'm saying in those situations, it's where you need your Take child your to stand family. upright the most. Yeah. 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 You can't allow kidding. anybody to put hands on your mother or your grandmother. Yeah. I don't care how old you are or what you think you're capable of doing. My kids would snap right now, even at their ages. I know they would. They would. They would trip. And I I'd kick them, but no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Little ankle biters. I'd right? Them. Yeah, I just kick them out the way, but. <laughs> Damn, where'd you go? Nah, I love my babies, but you know what? I'm, that's what they're supposed to do, regardless. And the fact that they know that now is good. You just gotta stop them from crying, and we in there. Exactly. More <laughs> ass. That's what that is. More ass. More ass. I'm out to that. Stop being spoiled. Yeah, that too. That that part. That's to the grandparents. Listen, Shout out that's to them. mine as well. We just passed the crying stage. Right. She didn't really have a crying stage. I, yeah, I can't stun her. I probably only heard her cry a few times in her life. I'm about to say she was a good baby. I was. We, we on the game, kick it. Yeah, you know. She didn't bother nobody. She didn't cry. Oh. She didn't do nothing. Yeah, her Wendy's Nuggets, bro. She was cool. That's right. what I'm saying. Learn from you. You keep forgetting. Shout out to Cliff for the one time because, listen, I got to be around him and hands-on when his daughter was a baby baby, and that nigga showed me how to do it. So shout out to you for giving Just me a – Let a them spot. run wild Shit. and wear themselves out. Right. Feed them right. and put them to sleep. That's how right. it goes. Wear yourself out. Right. I don't Hell. care what I got to spill, clean up, spill. I don't care. Wear that's yourself I, out. Yeah, fuck it. Right. Take it out. I'll asleep. follow you and pick up all this bullshit. Just get yourself worn the fuck out. That's what we did last night. Yeah. Go to sleep and I'll be on the game. Right. Night night. Yep. 
Hey. Hey. We what? out this bitch, man. Uh, we'll catch y'all Wednesday. It's going to be a everybody. lot to talk about. Uh, NBA playoffs. I'm with Mark. Love everybody. Till they give Love you a reason not to, motherfuckers. We out here. We out. I can look. Let me uh, pull. Let me pull up the stream. It's not playing the music anymore, motherfuckers. I'll fix it next time. Have a good day. <laughs> All right.